Do you think making friends in your 20s is hard? Today, we're not gonna lie. Welcome everybody to a new episode of NGL where we talk about all the things in life that matter to us. And we noticed from our previous episode, right, that you guys seem to really, really like our friendship episode. And so today we're back to talk about friendships but from a happier angle because the last time we cried a lot talking about friendship breakups, right? Today we're going to talk about something a little bit happier. We're talking about how to make friends in our 20s and I have with me two very beautiful people, beautiful and handsome lah, huh? So why don't you introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Okay. Hi, I'm Alvin. Um, in my mid-30s, I uh, was an extrovert that used to uh, can't be alone. I need to go out uh, at least with someone. Yeah. Uh, every day. Yeah. Wow. What an interesting decade of your life. Okay. How about you? Um, how yeah, in my mid-20s and um, I have like, I think around five friends. Uh. Wow. That, that's a lot, right? Uh, I think so. I think so. <laughs> you can tell from the energy, right? That Haoya is clearly an introvert and Elvin is clearly an extrovert. And we're going to hear a lot more about your stories later on. But the reason why we wanted to talk about this topic today, right, is because we know that your 20s are quite an interesting time of your life. Lah. You know, in your 20s, so many things happen. You probably move through um, at least like a few different life stations. And one of the things that happens in your 20s also is that you graduate from school or you enter into uni and then mm. eventually you graduate from uni, right? And one of the things we have to navigate quite a bit through this decade of our life are our friendships because I think as we grow older what many people face also is with the change in our lifestyle the change in our um, environment things like having a lack of time the drop in frequency not knowing whether in my heart I can even accommodate new friends and these are all things that then when we come to think about making friends in our 20s right some of us may really feel like wow it's so challenging eh? am I really able to make a meaningful connection yeah. in my 20s versus like when I was much younger and so today we want to talk about all these things you know is there a limit to the number of close friends you can have how do we go about making friends in our 20s is it all about struggles or are there even some joys in making friends and I can't wait to get started. Mm -hmm. So to start us off, right, we have a little activity. So our producers actually posted on our Instagram as well as our Telegram channel, right, to ask you guys what are some of your unforgettable memories with your friends. Okay, and today we're going to read out a few of the entries that we have. And y'all can let us know like, what you think about it or whether you have such experiences with your friends as well. Okay, sure. So let's see. Okay, most unforgettable experiences are the first entry... We were baking and we forgot to tape the baking paper to the tray. So I put it into the oven. It touched the top of the oven and the baking paper caught on fire. Everybody started screaming and I had to put the whole tray under the tap, including the cookies. But we laughed about it afterwards. Were they making lava cakes or something like that? <laughs> no, but I think it became a lava cake after that. I this see, sounds I see. like something that uh, girls will do. How yeah, do you have such an experience um, in your life? I melted an entire oven before la, so No. Like, seriously? Yeah, like I put the tray in and then the entire tray melted. So um, Okay, yeah. I guess whoever you are, anonymous, <laughs> how yeah has done something worse than you. <laughs> okay, let's see the next story. Oh, this one is quite sweet. It was a very down season of my life and I had a very pessimistic pessimistic outlook of life back then. While I thought no one was patient enough to sit with me in the ugly thoughts and messy emotions, my friends sat with me in all of it and reminded me that I am loved. We spent the night lying down at a bridge, looking at the sky, laughing a lot for the first time in a long time, singing to our heart's content and just enjoying each other's presence. This shifted my perspective on the purpose of friendships. Wow. Oh, very sweet, ah. 
Do y'all have these kind of like experiences in your life? Mm, maybe not under the bridge or under the stars, la, but yeah. Yours is under what? I mean, maybe... Coconut tree. <laughs> Coconut tree, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in uh, the Tekong jungle, like yeah, then we did that. La. Yeah, yeah. Under the star, yeah. Wow, very sweet. Oh, this last one, okay, it's quite epic. I was overseas on holiday with a friend. My phone suddenly died and her phone battery was at 1%. And we were in an Ulu place that was a two-hour train ride away from our Airbnb. Somehow, we continued to take photos and videos of all the places we visited and we laughed through the whole day. Thankfully, we got back to our Airbnb safely and I, I enjoyed the rest of the trip without my phone. And that's where I realised this person can be my friend for life. Very adventurous, very YOLO. I think if I had 1%, I might not even open Google Maps anymore because it would die. But they can take many, many photos. So are your friends that YOLO? Uh, yeah, I have some. Yeah, that. You look like you're the YOLO friend. Uh, I think so. Okay, I'm sure we will hear many of Elvin's stories later. But how, yeah, you're probably the friend that tell them 1% uh, no keep in your back. It happened to me before, so <laughs> like the exact same thing. Like are these all your stories? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> um, maybe. Wait, so you had this same experience? Yeah, like I th- the exact same scenario when we were in Bangkok, but then we still like went for the night market and stuff. Wow, it's yeah. great to be young. Eh. People yeah, are so courageous when they're young. Yeah, last time. Uh. Last time. Yeah. Okay, so we want to hear so much more of your stories, right? Thank you, producer. We want to hear so many more of your stories today, right? So let's start off with the most basic question, okay? Do you guys think that it's difficult to make friends in your 20s? I think for me, it's, uh, I think it's easy, but yet complex. Yeah, easy because you're in a stage that um, your, your proximity in terms of your life stage could be NS, could be um, working. You have so many chances to meet new people. Yeah, so you have more uh, uh, um, uh, yeah, people to meet, more different like chances to meet them and, and I think also um, the challenge is complicated because what happens is that there may be maybe in your workplace or in army there mm. could be a power difference true yeah like for example there's a rank in army yeah. then you're very close to your maybe um, sergeant or officer then you share with them hey, wow, I want to um, talking. talking or what <laughs> oh you're in trouble or yeah. your colleague who is very close to a boss then that may affect your appraisal so this may affect your friendship yeah so you feel like in your 20s because you maybe in, in life you go through some changes like in comparison to in school where everybody's mm. kind of equal. It yes. kind of complicates the dynamic a little bit. Yeah, I mean, your, your friendship won't affect your grades. Ma. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where your work is different or in army is different. Was that something that you kind of struggled with in your 20s? I think yes, because in my 20s, uh, even though it's easy to make friends, but I'm still striving for my own like maybe... Uh, uh, career goals, you know, my own like um, busy in, in, in my maybe to achieve a certain like uh, uh, status, you know, yeah, to strive it out there, you know, now I'm working, yeah. Mm. How about you? What do you think? Mm, I think for me, uh, I think it is quite easy. I think when you mentioned like the power difference and all, like, okay, because for me, I'm still my first company, like, like my first job, so I feel that like my company culture. I tend to view like all my colleagues as like a friend la. yeah. So I think when I like talk to them or like when I connect with them, I guess to me like it isn't so much of like a power difference, but uh, I just treat them like as friends. Yeah. Mm. So I think it's a culture difference lah. Uh, but I think um, mainly is about the energy whether um, like I'm willing and other party is willing to invest into a friendship. Like for for me, I'm always willing. Like if someone is, uh, if someone wants to build this friendship, if someone wants to meet, if someone wants to hang out, like I'm always willing to do so. So I think on my, like, and I feel that it's quite easy. Yeah. 
y'all have quite a different opinion from me eh? because like when I entered my 20s right like I actually felt that it was quite difficult to make friends but I think the problem was me because like I think by the time I entered into like uni la, uni was about 19, 20 right I found myself feeling like I don't really want to make friends anymore because like I have who I need already you know from like my secondary school days and my JC days and it felt like those were sincerely like deep and meaningful friendships and maybe because for me like I don't really like to make myself known or like have to share a lot about myself right so like the thought of like having to open up my friend again open up my life again right mm. to a new person was like wow so tiring ah. it's like friends right got 10 seasons ah. it's like you only enter my life at season 9 eh. then I need to describe to you season 1 to season 8 what happened like wow I got no time to do that and so like when I entered into uni right I was super resistant to making friends but I think then along the way because of certain circumstances I was kind of like forced to hang out a lot with some people right and from there a friendship came out and I was surprised that I could still make friends. So to y'all, like, when y'all think about making friends in your 20s, what, what does friends mean? I think friends for me is just, very simply, sometimes just fun. Fun friends. Play soccer, interest groups. They were not acquaintance. They were just friends. Oh. Yeah, then along the way, play more often, you join more often, ah, maybe. Uh, then start to talk a bit more. Like after that, after playing a, a sport, then you're like, hey, uh, how's your life? What are you doing now? Uh, then maybe you can mm. shift up a bit. Yeah. So, okay, if you see this guy every week to play soccer, but you all never talk about anything, just hi and bye, you consider him friend? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, <A>. um... <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, okay, okay, okay. So we don't mind just the activity and just the fun, yeah, for the level, and that's it, we can keep it at that, yeah. No, I know already. It's because Alvin sees friendship this way, right? Like, to him, the guy that he sees every week playing soccer is a friend, right? That's why your answer to the first question is that it's easy to make friends in your 20s. Then are you friends with the uncle that you buy coffee from every morning? Because you see him more than the weekly guy. Wow. <laughs> That's not very different. Says, then that one is really... Un- but I don't hang out with the uncle. Right? That's very weird already. Right? Okay, yeah. la, unless you go in and pop copy with him. Uh, then your friends? Uh, maybe, maybe. Another level already. Then yeah. your homie. Yeah. But what if like the uncle, you know, like what he pop, then he asks you, eh, hey, you doing how are you? Then he asks about your life. Then wow. you know uncle like ask about yes, something yes, yes. one. Then the uncle uh, know more about you than the soccer guy. Yeah, yeah. Then the level different already. Wow. Yeah, the friendship so level up. That's how you make friends in your 20s. Yes. Ask the coffee uncle. They're 30s, 30, 40s. They're 30, 40s. Then we make friends that way. That's very interesting. But it's, it's true. I mean, once if someone cares for you and tend to like spend more time to listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a sign of friendship. Right? And that's how friendship starts. Right? Yeah. Hmm. For me, I think like I see friends as um, people that will always be there for me. Like, for me, presence is a very big thing. So it's not like we need to like meet like every week that kind or like even every month. But at least we check in with each other once in a while, like over text or like, okay, I don't like calling, so over text will do. And like we meet each other maybe like once every half a year or or yearly. And then every time we like meet together and we have conversations and we have good conversations where we catch up from like where we left off previously. Right? I think she that's enough for me. So as long as... um like the other party is like always willing to build this or always willing to be intentional to put in time even though like it might be just be once in six months I that's why I consider a fan law that like will, will always make time for me la. and then I think uh, how I really define this person as a fan is that like it happens it doesn't just happen one or twice but it happens like over a long stretch like every six months we meet every year we meet yeah so I think it's about the consistency and the intentionality do you like personally feel like there are differences making friends like in your 20s versus like when you were younger uh yes there's a lot of difference I think uh 
it only gets harder as you get older. So yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's because your energy will not be the same. Sadly, the reality is that you will not have time. Uh, some for, for themselves as well. And I think, um, and they may not be that as open to making more friends as well, mm. as compared to maybe when they're younger. Yeah, yeah because uh, as you get older, then you become more selective in how you want to spend your time. And most of the time, people will choose to spend time on themselves rather than... Uh, uh, take a risk to say, hey, get normal people, get mm. to open up. Or like, why, why, why I shared earlier, like, to even talk about uh, uh, things that they find that uh, uh, can talk about. Yeah, I think that they feel a bit more guarded in some sense as they get older. Yeah. Okay, how about you? Do you feel like there are some differences? Um, I think I was thinking about it recently. Okay, so like, uh, cause I have braces, right? So recently, like, I went to the dentist and then like, this friend followed me there. And then like, after that, like visit right because like we had to wait outside for like half an hour before they called me in so the friend just like sat there wait, waited with me for half an hour and then waited for me to like fix my braces for like another half an hour and i came out right then we just like went to like eat together and then i was thinking about it so i told her that like oh wow like it's very interesting to me to have a friend that will sit through like a half an hour wait at a dentist with me because i feel like last time when i was younger right, i didn't have friends who would do that for me yeah, so like, I was thinking about like, I guess, the friendships I had in the past. I think, like, uh, in my younger days, right, all my friendships are like, okay, we need to go out and then we need to play like captain's ball or like basketball or like soccer and then we need to have fun together. But it hit me that like, nowadays my friendships are friendships that like, even in the mundane and even in the boring things, like, it can still thrive. So like, I think that was a very, um, like, heartwarming side to me, lor. yeah. To the two of you, like, when y'all look at friendships, right, do y'all see it as like, seasonal or like a lifelong thing because right i think this actually matters quite a bit to people who might feel a certain way lah towards making friends in your 20s like for example for me right because my general like take towards friendship is that i believe in lifelong friendships to the extent that when i'm friends with a person right i really like automatically imagine going through milestones with them so like i will just assume that you will be at my wedding i assume that if we do have kids our kids will grow up together they will call you auntie how ya uncle elvin that kind of thing and we will really like continue to spend time together as we grow older so because i hold on to such a view right like it is extra sad to me when like friendships don't work out or i will feel very like yeah, in my 20s, how can I still like really meet somebody who can connect with me on such a deep level when all these friends where I met younger, we have so many, we have so much shared history. That's why we are connected so deeply. And I think that forms for me an inertia mm. to like making friends in my 20s. La. I mean, for me, it's seasonal. Yeah, I think. Really, yeah. yeah. It's because I think uh, maybe I just share like uh, my wedding, yeah, for example. Uh. Then the friends that I invite, I think I got, I thought is my close friend. But he turned me down and said, oh, you won't be coming. <laughs> so Yeah, sad. so that is something that I realized, yeah, that is seasonal. And at that period of time, yes, they have served a certain like um, journey together, like maybe uh, proximity, happened to be serving together in the same ministry. But after that, we fade off. Lo. Yeah, and that may happen. And it's, part, it's sad, but I think I also come to acknowledge that it happens. Maybe some of them they may go overseas or so. Mm. Not that not that it's their choice or yeah, could be their career. Yeah. Mm. So these are things that I learned to ignore you say, yeah, it's it's life. It's also part of friends lah. Yeah. The journey as well. Yeah. Happy for them, yeah. Yeah, like you currently hold this view that friendships are seasonal, but do you always hold this view? Or like because of how maybe certain things turn out in your life, right? Then now you have come to accept that it's seasonal. Yeah, I I, I think it's now that I, I learned to be 
more open about it and learn to say that it's seasonal. Last time I'm more like, like I told you like, oh, I see this fan, this few fans to go all together. Mm. Mm, yeah, so I'm, I'm quite uh, fixed on that point of view. Yeah. Do you think this is something that we will just accept as we grow older? I think because now, I mean, I'm closer to your age than how you are east to your age. La. And I, uh, I kind of get why you, you mean though, that like, Maybe when you're younger, you hold on to some ideals, right? But actually, just as you grow older, you see that life doesn't turn out that way. Yeah. And maybe you come to accept a bit more that mm-hmm. friendships can be seasonal. But I think then how you make sense of that will determine whether you feel very sad or if you're okay about it. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of get what you mean. Yeah. Actually, for me, like I like I feel like like all my friendships are lifelong. Uh, but I also like, struggled with like seasonal friendships before. La. So... Um, I think like when I was in school, uh, like cause just now I mentioned that like I don't really keep any of my friends, right? I think it's also because like uh, those friends didn't really want to keep me. And <laughs> even though like uh, many times I like try to reach out with them despite being very like, despite being very close during school, right? Like I text them, like after I graduate, I text them like, oh, want to hang out, want to meet up, want to do this together. I think their replies just got like lesser and lesser and slower and slower. And then over time, like, Honestly, I was like quite hurt by that, and I think I went through the same thing as you lah. Like, I thought like, oh, is it like my issue? Like, like what's wrong with me? Like, am I not a good friend or like am I just an annoying person, right? Mm. But I think like um, so I had a lot, a lot of those thoughts when mm. I was younger lah, and I think I struggled with the fact that like, oh, actually um, like people. Okay, so how I came to this conclusion, right, is that um, I used to be very, very, like, insecure and I used to, like, uh, think a lot of negative negative things. But I think, like, um, uh, like, when, like, because I'm Christian, la, so, like, when I when I came to God, like, when I confided in God, like, he just um, built up my confidence and, like, uh, a lot of my insecurities, um, I started to uh, not see myself in such a negative light. I started to... Um, be more confident in myself as a person, in my self-worth. And I think even after, like, uh, worrying about all these, like, negativity and, like, all these friendship issues, right, like, even though I uh, still face, like, friendship breakups, like, in the past few years, right, I start to think that, oh, actually, maybe people just view friendships different from me. People just see, like, friendships as, like, seasonal. But to me, I will always choose to view it as a lifelong thing. La. So mm. so I mentioned that if you are willing to build this friendship with me, I'll be willing to build it with you. I'll be willing to like invest time in it with you and like walk with you for a long time. La. Yeah. So that's how I view it. La. Yeah, but it was definitely a struggle for me, la, like to go through that whole entire process and like cause a, a lot of times I'm alone and then I really like had a lot of negative thoughts. Yeah. yeah. But thank God la, yeah. Wow, I'm sure that it was quite difficult, man, to just feel like <laughs> I think to be yeah. on the receiving end of somebody ghosting you la, or just yeah, not really yeah, responding yeah. to you that much. Emotional girl when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. but I think I would be too <laughs> yeah. if like, people like treated me that way. Yeah, who, who won't? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> but so like, to you didn't. now, you feel like there needs to be an... Is, is it like an agreement that we're both in it together and if we're willing to invest, then I also will invest. Well, it sounds like marriage. Eh? <laughs> uh, a bit leh. No, no, no. I, I think it's too scary for a friend. Uh, okay, la. I mean, I don't have like conversations like this with friends. Like sit down and like, okay, are we willing to commit to this yeah, friendship yeah, yeah. for a life? I mean, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have this kind of thing. La. But like, I think uh, as we spend like more and more time together and the more of our life we share to each other, I don't know, I... S- Maybe it's just in the air thing that like, oh, I feel comfortable with you and I feel that like I can trust you with my secrets and trust you with my pains and my hurts. And like, I can visualize you like 
being in my future also not like so when like you mentioned like seeing your friends like seeing your friends uh you taking care of your friends yeah. kids that kind of thing i also got think like oh next time when i get married then who is going to be my bridesmaids that i do think of these few people so i think it's more of the idea that i'm able to see them in my future yeah yeah, yeah. so on the topic of weddings right one of the things that my friend like my friend said this to me which i thought was very interesting so because he kind of has like he has like friends lah, but I think he's also the kind that just generally gets along well with people and like can play. Um, but when he came to his wedding and when he had to actually like select who to be his brothers, right? Like he actually felt very uncertain about who to ask because he felt like maybe he treats this person as their friend, right? But he doesn't really know how they see him and he doesn't know whether like by asking them to be his brother, is he like imposing on them or like just giving them work oh, to man. do when they could have just come for the wedding oh. you know and when i heard that then i realized it was because in his life there wasn't that certainty that this person is my lifelong friend like there are people who like you know you just hang out with in that season of your life when you're yeah, in poly yeah. when you're in yeah. uni right but after that then maybe you're just not that close and mm. wow when he sh- when he shared that i just felt so like i felt so much for him because i just feel like to be planning <laughs> yes to be planning your wedding and then like having to think about this right yeah. it becomes a very I don't know, like, it becomes like a snapshot of like yeah, yeah, yeah. the friends that you've had in your life and how actually maybe some of them are not in my life anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I personally felt that when I went through my wedding, right? Because like, like what I mentioned in my 20s, I was quite resistant la, to making friends in uni. Um, but in the end, I kind of like by circumstances managed to make friends with these few people that I always took modules with like, and I was forced to be in the same module with them because I had to clear those modules, right? And then because of that, in my wedding when we did photo taking, right? So there was like, okay, Natasha's secondary school friends, JC friends, university friends, right? And I really thought to myself like, oh my gosh, thank God I was forced to make friends with them. Eh. If not, when I do my wedding photo taking, right? I will literally here. skip yeah. one <laughs> chapter of my life. Like I have zero uni friends and it oh just becomes God. a very clear snapshot to you that, wow, you got friends before you're 10 years old you got friends before you're 20 years old after 10 years you got no more friends ah, Natasha Chang I was like oh my gosh that's so sad I was like no school friends at how ah uh, not too late to start. Late You're to 25. Start. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I will, I will start now. Hey, no, actually, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. very interested. Like, so if you view friendships as like seasonal, right? Then, like, how do you plan like? Cause you're married, right? So how do you plan like your best man for like your weddings that kind? Like, you imagine a future with them also? No lah, I don't. Imagine the future with his wife. I only imagine my, my 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 wedding, not my wedding, my friends. Eh. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So I think, uh, okay, I I imagine I'm not to that far. I don't. I think. I don't say a guy thing or not, but we don't think so, like far. I, I think so. Yeah. Wait, wait, sorry, <laughs> sorry. So. Some guys don't even think at all. I mean, oh, oh sorry, sorry, sorry. I mean, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so I think most of all, I think we uh we just have a few like close friends, and mm. we think that some 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 friends may not need to talk at all. Just okay, I'll be there. Yeah, and like when you need me, I'm there, lah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and they will already provide that service, mm-hmm. that provide that that help when mm-hmm. you need. Yeah. So I do have that. Mm. Don't have that struggle, and I and I do have what quite a wide range of friends mm-hmm. la, and the oldest one being like I mentioned primary school all the way mm-hmm. to like, to like mm. secondary school yeah, yeah mm. so you still had like best friend for your wedding one la. yes yeah, okay. I, it was hard for me to make a decision um, oh, yeah, who is my best so friend hard for you yeah why oh, you got too many got friends because I have, I have to like like somehow make them into a tier list like which one is the more closer one well he has a very different problem from us yeah. <laughs> I only have like five friends eh, so <laughs> very easy it's, it's different yeah it's different <sighs> oh my god okay I, yeah, I need you to teach me how to make friends. <laughs> okay, I want to ask a maybe slightly more personal question. Elvin, because you have so many friends and you have to tell them, right? Do you think that some of these people saw you as their lifelong friend, but you see them as a seasonal friend? Wow. I think... Ouch. 
I oh, I don't know like I I anybody tell you before? No, no like, they don't very hard to tell one. So <laughs> I think like huh, I think some girls will just say eh. Huh, really? Yeah. What man? They will express their disappointment what, if like they feel like they are investing a lot and you are not oh. reciprocating. I I don't know. Eh. I always invest in my friends. Oh. Mm, I'm the one who gets yep. And you won't say if you're disappointed? No eh. I think I just like I mean I used to be insecure, ma. so I just like, oh, okay. Oh, you just then settle it yourself. It's my so fate. I, yeah, let, let, let it go. <laughs> oh, man. Let it go after that. So I have filtered like a lot. Yeah, so the friends I have now is really like, like my tier one. Like there's certainty lah, yeah, that yeah, they see yeah, you the same way. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like for you, like... Only I don't think, I don't think guys will, will like, I don't like you, I don't fan you. I mean, they won't, they won't say... Like, but the people like, like just fade away. Yeah, actually one of my best friend, which is Sunny, uh, for how long? Um, let's see, more than sixteen years. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I think at one period of time, uh, when we start working, because we're both in different sectors. Yeah. Uh, his is more banking. Mine is non-profit. Oh, yeah. very so different. Very different. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I, f- I felt like very hard to maintain that friendship, and we wait because of what? Because of like um, very different groups. The proximity is longer the same. I mean, he's a different ministry. Mm. Uh, I mean, church lah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and also. Um, life stage also a bit different. Yeah. Like your whole, what you experience on the day-to-day very different. Very it? different, yes. And our, our common friends or mutual friends are getting lesser and lesser okay. as we get, as we grew more distant. Yeah. Then after a while, you're like, hey, we stop. I'm, I thought, I was like, hey, is it okay to just don't contact? Yeah. Then to a point that my friend, another mutual friend said, hey, what happened? Uh, this friendship. Oh, they notice. They notice. They, yes. Wow, okay. So I was like, hey, I don't think it's worth losing this friend. Uh, and then, I just, okay, took a courage to just initiate and somehow things grew from there and now we are still uh, very close friends, yeah. Mm. So, you know, we talk a lot about like maintaining old friendships and I think that is quite a big part la, of enjoying friendship in our 20s, right? But I think for a lot of our listeners, perhaps what is also on their mind is the idea of making new friends in your 20s. And to some degree, I also wonder whether the pandemic has kind of made it even harder than it used to be. Because I have people who tell me like, for example, they they entered into university at year one, right? During the first year of COVID. So essentially, right, for the first two years of their uni life, it's all online. eh? Like they never even step into campus at Mm, all. mm, mm. And by the time they finally step into campus, they are already year three and they know nobody. And I imagine just entering into a new environment during COVID is so... It's so isolating. Yes. Like, not just because you are at home, but just everybody is work from home. You're just mm-hmm. seeing names on a screen, right? And in a situation like that, how do we go about making new friends, you know? Or have you yep. ever, like, felt that also in the past few years? I think definitely. I would imagine, like, in your 20s, then in your... Like, the proximity is not there already. Mm. Then sometimes we get proximity, then we get the social cue, ma, whether the person is open for, for a yeah, friendship. Yeah, or, yeah. But now don't have. Uh. Now yeah. just everything mute. Everything, can you hear me? Yeah, so it's very hard. So I think to restart this uh, 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 skill or to restart making friends, it takes a, li- a bit more effort, mm. a bit more like uh, uh, energy to say, hey, initiate, which everyone is a bit more like hesitant. Yeah. We don't know when to start. Eh. But my, my fear is that if you don't start now, then it will only get harder because um, your, your energy, is, like I mentioned, you, you're not going to get any more, en- more energy all of a sudden, you're not, not going to drink Red Bull or, 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 or certain brand of like energy drink, you become wow, very energetic. That's not going to happen. And I, my fear is that it will only lose the potential of you making friends. Actually, the longer yeah. it drags on, the more awkward it is yeah, to start. Yeah, the more awkward. Yeah. Because your friends were like, uh, so long, never chat really. What are you selling me? Yeah, they could think that way. Yeah. Mm. For me, I I struggled a lot la, like, like coming out of that. Because like, like, I think over COVID, like, 
I actually um, had this period of time. I mean, over the like the major period of COVID, like I was just at home, and then because everything is on Zoom, right? Then I really, because uh, I'm so introverted, right? Then I really don't like the idea of like even like talking to people, of meeting people on Zoom, and then I think like um, because of how everything just like forces you to stay in your room, right? That really added. Like or like really added a lot to my introvertness. I don't mm. know if that's a word, but like, I became like more and more and more and more increasingly introvert. And like I was really okay with just being in my room, not talking to anybody. Like like even if my like my family uh, have to talk to them because uh, we live in the same house. But apart from that, like I was okay with not talking to anybody. So like actually like when social distance officer. Uh, alone in my own room, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like I think like um when COVID got increasingly better and then things got better and then like you know we have to come back to work or like like to school, right? Like well, it was really very tough for me because I had to like physically force myself to go out and like yeah. talk to people again. Like last time I don't even like talk to people while I just like okay, wake up, like use calm and mm. then go sleep kind mm. of thing. Actually, yeah, I really yeah. can go about a whole day without talking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And, like yeah, yeah. Well, it's really an introvert thing, like yeah. Yeah, so like it was really, really very hard, lah. But I think, uh, it's about really being intentional. I know it's it's very hard, but actually, like sometimes, if you just put in that one small step, right? Like, I think you'll really like meet someone who is also struggling with the same thing and is also willing to put in that one small step to reciprocate your like energy. Mm. And I think about like the school thing, right? Cause like, um, like how I mentioned, I didn't keep any of my school friends, right? But I remember that there was this one girl, right? That like uh, I think I was in year two or something. Uh, and then like I didn't keep like my my I had this clique lah, so I didn't keep them from like year one. But when I was in year two, right, like uh, it was very hard for me to make friends again, cause like everyone already had friends from like year one. Mm, yeah. So I was like wandering like around my like class alone. Then I saw this one girl that like oh like she looked like she didn't mm-hmm. really have any friends, so she looked alone. So I was like okay like why not I try just like you know being intentional and going up to her. So like I just like. Like, I was the first one to, like, try to breach the gap, lah. So, I just said, oh, hello. And then I realised she was very quiet. Then I like, oh, okay, maybe, like, can try. But so, at the start, she didn't seem very, like, she didn't really reciprocate to me, like, yeah. the energy and stuff. But then, I just kept, like, <laughs> eating with her, like, lunch and, like, um, yeah. like, putting myself in her project group, that kind of thing. So, then you just, like, time, slide yeah. into her life. <laughs> then, over time, I, like, okay. Then, after that, she just, like, I think, I think, I think after a while, she just, like, okay, okay, maybe next time I can just pair with her. Next time lunch, yeah, you can just yeah. have with her. Then like, when we do things, we can just do things together. So yeah, I really slid into her in life. life. Yes. <laughs> yeah, then yes. like, she's one of my only poly friends, like, from, like, poly until now. Okay. So, I really think it's our intentionality and also like, I guess, uh, being open to like, s- like, make new friends and also like, like, yeah, just trusting that the other party is also, like, will open up to whatever energy and whatever, like, like realness that you're bringing to like the table lah. Yeah. Mm, I think the biggest barrier is also self lah. Like something you think yeah. or you perceive like it's hard. But it's, it, it's a bit pie also. Sometimes it's you feel like a bit, bit yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why I put in the effort lah. Yeah. But I also feel that sometimes uh, if you try asking right, even you may get, I mean the fear of rejection no one likes lah. Yeah. Yeah. But I think if you try and I, I mean people will generally appreciate and yeah. you will get a response and like, like what you shared lah. Like they will just let you know and yeah, ask hey, yeah, why not yeah, be open. The Pisces and awkward thing is real. Leh. Like, personally, right? I mean, I don't look it, but I hate, like, meeting new people. And, like, I noticed that when I um, enter new environments, right? So even when I started work, right? 
like, wow, I really don't want to meet new people. Like. I honestly don't really want to talk to people. And I'm very, very okay being quiet the entire mm-hmm. day. I'm very me okay too. not saying anything. And I think in COVID, uh, it gave me permission to mm. like just yeah, 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 in my yeah. room oh my and do mm-hmm. work on my own when in office, maybe sometimes I feel a bit bad. Like, but it's like interacting. I just yeah, sit at the yeah. cubicle. I feel distracted. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I got a different problem from you. It's like, I don't want people to like talk to me, you know. So like, I think one of the things I realised is sincerely what Elvin said that I really just need to get over myself mm. um, and I get that it is harder for some people than others yeah. I think maybe I fall somewhere in between where if I want to maybe I really can force myself la, to put yeah. myself out there but I think it honestly is very hard if we are not willing to put aside our awkwardness and even like our nerves right and we mm. expect people to approach us because if we don't signal to people that we are open for conversation I think it also takes a lot out of them to approach you. Once in a while, you may have a nice person like how you are in your life mm. who approaches you when you're alone and like <sighs> keeps sliding into your life. But like, not everybody's like that. Yeah. And and if I keep exuding a very unfriendly like vibe or like very not interested vibe, right? Then it's not people's fault, ma. That mm. they don't want to kind of approach me. Yeah. You know? So I I do think like one of the things, the things I'm trying to do a bit more is actually to kind of put myself out there and to not be so contented with just being alone mm, at work. Mm, I think there's, there's room to be contented in yourself and being alone. But when there's like joy, when, when there's a need to talk to people, socialise or even just be interested in their life over a lunch, like there's no harm trying. Mm. You know, so I think coming out of the pandemic for some of us who maybe can be quite satisfied being yeah. alone. Perhaps it is time to also rediscover the joy of mm, like mm, mm. having people to go through yeah. life with. It doesn't have to be very deep, yeah. obviously. Yeah. It's as simple as just like eating lunch together and laughing about something stupid, mm. you know. But at least we can talk to people. Uh, yeah, actually, right, like the awkward thing, right, well, I really do that a lot. Because, right, every time, like, like my, my friends I've met in the past, right, every time, um, I always feel that when I first... And like in their presence, right, I was like, okay, like what do I say? Like I feel yes. like I'm shaking my socks, that my kind of thing. Right? Like yeah, yeah, and like thinking of like, what can I say? Like, am I weird? That kind. Yeah, but after I like start to become friends with them, after a long period of time, I always like ask them to ask them like, what's your first impression of me? Like, do you feel that I'm a very awkward person? And they're like, no leh. Like mm. since the start, like you've always been like very comfortable. Then I'm like. You don't feel like I'm awkward. Yeah. Like, I, like, <laughs> yeah, like, I like, no, and then they are just like, oh, no, le. like, you seem fine. You don't seem nervous at all. And you seem like you're great with talking to new people. And I'm like, oh, thanks for thinking so highly of me. But actually, <laughs> it was very different when like, I first knew you. Yeah, so I, yeah, I really relate with the awkwardness. awkwardness yeah. Yeah. I was reading, like, in preparation for this episode, I actually was reading some articles about, like, um, why making friends in your 20s is so difficult or like then eventually on to like tips for making friends in your 20s, right? And one of the things that the article said was actually to put yourself out there more. Mm. Which I think maybe yeah. sometimes Very by true. the time you hit your 20s, you don't really feel like doing. Yeah. <laughs> Just because yeah, yeah, yeah. like there's Energy. other things in your life. Huh? It's like yeah. you have to work. Some of us were in a relationship and things like that, right? But it's kind of true that if you don't do anything to expand your networks, you're not going to chance upon mm. a random friend on the street, yep, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like the the thing I took away actually was being open-minded yep. to experiences. In fact, I think last time maybe I was quite close-minded because I have this very fixed definition of what like a friend is. Like a friend must know my history. A friend must have been in many of my memories. I need to be able to like have gone through so many milestones with you to be considered a friend, right? And so like I didn't really want to make new friends anymore but I think in uni when I was exposed to a few friends who kind of surprised me that that we could connect and click that way right it taught me to be open-minded to experiences that like I will just really never know 
when I will chance upon somebody who I can connect with at that level. And in fact, if I look at my life now, right, like some of the closest friends in my life, actually I met in the past five years. Eh. Mm. Like they didn't grow up with me. We don't have a lot of shared memories. But in the past five years, because I think I saw how they supported me through certain milestones, how they were sincerely like curious about me, interested in my life, check in on me, right? Then these are people that I have grown to emotionally lean on, depend and consider people who love me and care for me. Mm. And yeah, I think just maybe in our 20s, being open-minded to meeting different kinds of people and like welcoming friendships mm. might just help, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, recently, like, like I, like my church community, la, like, we are all people of like different ages and like also I got to know them like like within the past five years only but then like after I talk to all these people of like like uh, the youngest is like the same age as me la, but um, the oldest like 10, 10 year age gap that kind of thing I think after I have conversations with them and like they do the same thing as like your friends do la, so like they, they check on me and then they encourage me and then we just talk about life and then I think it like really enriches me and refreshes me to really see um, to hear and see about perspectives of people who have like lived longer than me who have like more experience in life than me and like, because um okay like my job is a graphic designer right so like all I do is like design and like face the screen and like maybe make pretty things but then when they talk about business or they yeah. talk about like accounting like finance things I'm like wow like I really don't understand what you're saying yeah. but like it sounds really ins- exciting and like I'm interested to like know more about the world through your eyes and like when they share like also tips about like how to uh like live better how to like you know like um like like take care of your budget and stuff I think I really like learn a lot from like all these and then like I I think it's just something about like their encouragement as someone who has lived longer than me that really like you know like holds a lot of weight yeah so yeah so yeah I think it's it's very it's very good la. I think on this note I think everyone has a story la. yeah and you never know how their story can encourage or motivate you mm. yeah, I think yeah. in certain it could be very different from you outlook but how they deal with challenges like I mean in I someone very diverse in the night scene for example a nightclub a bouncer mm. I learn I hear from him his story how he dealt with conflict mm. uh, I thought he would fight a lot he's very street smart right yeah very street smart like, he yeah. said no the first thing is not to fight is to resolve the conflict I'm like wow wisdom <laughs> wow, from a bouncer. Even if you have that physique, but Correct. you were like, okay. I thought he would fight first. Down, yeah. nah, then he said, no, wisdom, talk about it. No need to fight. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Gentle giant. Yeah. Yeah. So these are the stories that makes me like, wow, okay, I, 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 I'm I, open. I'm, I'm hearing your story. Yeah. And that encourages, I mean, that gives me like, and I never know along the way, maybe I, I meet him, I need help. I can, hey. Eh, Help me. Or like you meet someone they need to fight, then you No, no, conflict manage. Oh, conflict okay, manage. Yeah, yeah, not fight. Sorry, sorry. I'll run, I'll run. I actually feel like that's one of the... Like, like that's one of the things that happens in your 20s, right? Because before that, you're just always in school. And so your mm, opportunity mm. to make friends, right? It's probably just with people who are your age. La. Yeah, or yeah. maybe just like around your age, but very, very common background, very common life experiences. But one of the things that happens in your 20s, especially when you graduate school, right, is that you're kind of thrown into the world where you meet people of different ages, different backgrounds. And we can either choose to approach it with like a, wow, people are so different from me, I don't understand them, so I can never connect to them. Or you can choose to be open-minded in wanting to learn about what people are like, right? And I really like what Elvin said about the bouncer story, (laughs) that many times it may not even be about like, 
like how close can I be to this person? How much will he be there for me? Or like, why will he be my kid's like godfather next time? <laughs> you don't have to jump the gun there, yeah, like, yeah, right? Yeah, but actually, yeah. a lot of times it's just about like learning about different people's experiences, or broadening yeah. your worldview. And in that process, maybe you find somebody that you can mm. click with on some level and it can go deeper from there. But it doesn't mean that the person that you didn't connect with so deeply is not really a person you enjoy a friendship with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If we talk about all this, right? Do you feel like for people who may want to try to put themselves out there to make friends with people, do you have some tips, you know, for them? Oh, tips. Mm, like first thing is get over your your own mm. awkwardness and be be comfortable with yourself. I think we are all unique and we are okay with. Don't I mean, don't find yourself too weird or too yeah. It's okay. Just be there. Know people and like I mentioned, everyone has their own story. Mm. And as you hear more from them. It will also enrich your 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 story as well to be more colorful. To it's like food like that. You don't just fix on a certain Thai fan. It's so so plain. You may go to different places to hey, you may discover new food, new cuisines that may strengthen your or ex, uh, your experience as a whole. And I think this comes from really opening up and really being open to try, uh, to even um, be paise to just okay hi initiate. Maybe the frequency can reduce a bit. Like uh, instead of like uh, very often uh, the expectation to wow, I must hit a certain target, be kind to yourself. Just say okay, maybe I just initiate a very brief conversation yeah. through mm. text, and mm. then see how it goes. It could start as simple or as small as that. Yeah. Actually, one of the things I realized right is that if you have nothing to really say, you don't have to talk about yourself, ma. Like mm. you can just ask them about their life, and then yeah. you place the responsibility yeah. on them uh, to yes, talk yes, more. Yes, yes. <laughs> so that's what yeah. I do. Like I actually just ask them like. Oh, like, how have you been? What are you busy with? Then they have yeah, people then have I got a lot of time myself. to like yes. listen and <laughs> think like, mm-hmm. eh? But I, actually, I realised when I ask people about themselves, right, and then they share with me, it's easier for me yes. to mm. continue the convo rather than I need to keep thinking about things about myself mm-hmm. to share because I have no idea what's interesting about me to tell you. So like, just find out about yeah, people. Just find out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think what uh, a tip I would give is that like, Cause I'm like extremely introvert, right? And it's very hard for me to like talk to people. But actually, just like a simple hello will do. I feel like sometimes, like I think, cause the conversation goes both ways, right? And friendships go both ways. So it's not just like when you think about it, it's not just like oh, I'm just gonna put in all this effort, and it's very tough for me. But actually, the other person like will put in effort also. Like if you say hello, and if you ask like oh, maybe like what are your hobbies and like, conversation really goes both ways. Lor. So, sometimes you really just got to, like, put yourself out there and, like, start small. Lah. Like, be kind to yourself, start small and just, like, just initiate. And sometimes it's really not as hard as, like, you think. Yeah. Yeah. Join parties, join parties. gatherings. Be really out there. Not yeah. parties. Library party. Yeah, yeah. Library party. Like, okay, like, read books together. Can I can? Read books together. Yeah, read books. Yeah. Yeah. Books. Yeah. 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 Bookworm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you never know, right? You never know, you never know. <laughs> yeah. I also think that like um part of being willing to put ourselves out there is learning to be more secure in our own identity. That as we I think maybe we need to grow to appreciate ourselves for what we bring to the mm. table. And you really might not be everybody's cup of tea, law. Like mm. I, I don't need to be well liked by every single person, but actually I just need to kind of like be comfortable enough in my own skin, right? And I think the importance of that is that when you're comfortable enough in your own skin, right, you don't take rejection so personally. Mm. Sometimes we take rejection very personally because we see it as an attack on our identity Mm. where we feel like, 
um, we're not good enough or we're not funny enough, we're not entertaining, fun enough, such that people don't want to hang out with us, right? But maybe I'm just not your energy or, or mm. your kind yeah. of like, like friend that you are looking for. But actually, if I am satisfied with being myself, I can probably find somebody who is able to appreciate me and then I can form a friendship with that mm. person. And I think once you remove that fear of like rejection, once you don't see it as such a personal attack on your identity, right, then it's okay to kind of put yourself out there. The the I mean, the worst case is just they don't respond to you or then you go back and then you like, Sien, why did I say that stupid mm-hmm. thing and make myself look so stupid? I think that to myself all the time because mm-hmm. I always say stupid things when I'm awkward. But like, I mean, then you go to sleep oh, and you wake yeah, up. Yeah. It's another day for you to say another yeah. stupid thing. But then every time you say something, you learn. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you you do this enough, you probably would find some people around you mm-hmm. la, who are able to connect to you. Yeah. I think just the nature of most of our... Like the fact that you are at a certain workplace, that already kind of forms for you an environment where people have a certain common interest. Yeah. Just because you're around people who do the same thing as you, right? But I think also then there's room to consider joining some interest group. That's one of the tips on the internet, by the way, for making yeah. friends in your 20s. They will ask you to like join more interest groups or maybe just go for more like exercise classes or community events, mm-hmm. right? Where people around you kind of have the same interests as mm. you. So you at least have a common topic. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's quite an easy way to start. If yeah. you have nothing to share about yourself, then you just talk about the thing mm. that you all like together. And and that might be a low-hanging fruit la, for people who are trying to make friends mm. in their 20s. Yeah, so I, I think we talked about a lot of things today. We hope yes. that the tips have been helpful and we hope that you relate to some of our stories la, that as you hear what each of us kind of navigated in this process of like making friends, right? you realise that some of the feelings you have, feeling awkward, feeling like you have a limit to your close friend's bank in your heart, right? Like, we also feel it and... um. I mean, I guess the advice from today is to put yourself out there, to be more open-minded to getting to know people and having new experiences in life. And so we are glad that you joined us for today's episode. And if you like our content, you can like, share and subscribe to our channel and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at NGL People. Our podcast can be found on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple. And we also have a Telegram channel where you can join us to participate in our discussions and just have more conversations with us. So we hope you enjoyed our episode today and we'll see you next time. Bye!